Okay, we are going to learn tonight a very unique sikhah, or at least a, a portion of the sikhah, that the Rebbe said exactly 30 years ago. Parshish Mishpatim, Tovshin and Beis. it's a very big school to learn in Yonigul and Mashiach, where we have more than a minion. The Rebbe encouraged to learn Yonigul and Mashiach, as it's well known. And especially when you have a minion of Yidin that are learning together, there's a tremendous... The Sikha here, the Rebbe said, usually, just to, to point out over here the, the, the flow and the uniqueness of the Sikha. But that Achlal, when the Rebbe came Shabbos by a Fabrengen. So the Rebbe started with, uh, this Shabbos was Shabbos Mavarchim. So the Rebbe started with uh, the Teichen of the time, that is Shabbos Mavarchim, it's Parshas Mishpatim. Somewhere later in the Fabrengen, the Teich Advarim, the Rebbe spoke about different things that are happening in the world, current events. One of the years when the Rebbe spoke about Shleim Saaretz or Mir Yehudi, along the way, somewhere after the Rashi Sikha, somewhere, the Rebbe spoke about these Nyanim. This Fabrengen, the Rebbe began and addressed right away the events that happened on that Erev Shabbos, and that was the whole entire focus of the Fabrengen. And other Rebbe, the Nyanim that the Rebbe spoke about later in the Fabrengen, on the Parsha and the connection to the time, was all to explain. Why what happened then happened specifically at this time? An unbelievable thing. So what happened on that uh, Erev Shabbos was that there was a, uh, whatever you want to call it, a gathering or whatever it is in the UN, where a lot of different countries got together and the Roisham, uh, the president of the United States and the president of Russia, and they officially ended the Cold War. And then they began discussions regarding a uh, what's it called if you help me out a, 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 a non-nuclear proliferation treaty something like that which they did not sign then it took some time to negotiate the details and it was only signed later in the summer but they began the discussions then at that uh, on that end of Shabbos and then on Shabbos uh, there was an additional meeting between uh, President Bush and uh, President Yeltsin which the Rebbe will mention here later in one of the Haaris of the Sikha so the Rebbe began the Fabreng and Shabbos discussing this event that happened. That's uh, what happened at that Shabbos. That's what's unique about the Sikha. Now, Bechlal, we have a Muna that everything that goes on in the world all begins with a Yid and with Teda. The very first Rashi in the Teda says that the world is created, Bishvil Yisrael, Bishvil Teda. Whatever you see going on in the world has to be in some way for the purpose of Yidin a result of something that Eden did. Everything all revolves around Teir and Yisrael. That's Bechlau we have among. In addition to that, Chazal tell us that uh, the Tzadikim and the Tamid Chachomim are the ones that are the foundation of everything that goes on into the world. Chol b'nayich limudi Hashem, al tikro b'nayich elo b'noyich. Who are the b'noyich? Who are the builders of the world? Who keeps the kiyom of the world going every single day? The Eden that learned Teir. The Yidin, the Tamid Chacham that learned Teda, they are the source of the highest of the world. So when you see any event happening in the world, you know the intuition of a Yid is that it's all for the sake of Yidin. However, how it's for the sake of Yidin, how it affects Yidin, how it revolves around Yidin, is not necessarily always begoli, open for us to see. Over the years, there were different occasions where they ever discussed all kinds of things that happened. And the Rebbe pointed out what it's about and what, how, how, how it's connected to Eden and so on. 
In this Sikha, the Rebbe very openly and directly addresses the fact that the Nasi Adair, the Mashiach Shebeder, is the cause of these incidents and is the cause of all of these things that happen in the world. I don't know if there was any other time that the Rebbe spoke in such a direct and clear language to say that this is, this is it, that the, the Rebbe himself is being piled this. There's the famous Vart that uh, the Rebbe mentioned, the Kama Pama by Fabrengens, that it says the, about the Tzamech Tzedek. At the Tzamech Tzedek, gemacht that the things that were going on in Petterburg, in the capital city, so it's all a result of the things that the, the, the Rebbe, the Rebbe in that times, the Tzamech Tzedek interceded Lamaila with the Sodom Lamaila, and he was making Zdorim in Petterburg. So like I said, this is something that's always the fact, that's always the case, that when you see anything going on in the world, so everything is, comes Ashpal Momaila. And the Ashpal Momaila that comes into the world comes through the Nasi Yadir, which is the funnel of any Ashpal that comes into the world to Yidin. And then from Yidin, it affects the entire world. But over here, in this Sikha, the Rebbe addresses it openly and directly. And the Rebbe connects it to the Pu'ula of the Rebbe as Mashiach, beginning, bringing the world to its completion, or what's going to happen in Yemaisa Mashiach. Let's see inside. Yadua, it's well known. Everything that occurs in the world, him bashgacha pratis. Because of course, with hashgacha pratis. And therefore, there's a lesson that we can take from what we see in Avedis Hashem. And most definitely, this is true. When you have such huge and central things that take place, which is related to the superpowers of the world, America and, the, and Russia at that time that came together. In these countries, most of the Yidin are living in them. So I see that all the Ha'aris here are printed only in English, right? We don't have the Hebrew Ha'aris here, do we? Uh, at the end of the Sikha, we have them. Okay, we have them at the end of the Sikha. It's just a, uh, I think it pays to see them. If you want to take a look later on page 61, so you have the Ha'aris. So here the Rebbe says that these are the major superpowers of the world, and Raid, Minyan, and Binyan, B'nai Yisrael, are in these countries. So you read the Sikh inside, it seems like the Rebbe is saying it so happens to be that these are the superpowers of the world, and at the same time, it so happens to be that most of Klal Yisrael resides in these countries. But it's not that way. Take a look in the other bays, in this country it's printed on page 61. Okay, so here the Rebbe says, it's actually an outcome of the fact that Yidin are living in these countries. That's why these countries are the superpowers of the world. And this is a quote from a Maimer of the Mittler Rebbe in Teres Chaim, that it's known. Any nation, any government that the Yidin are going to live there, Begolus, in the time of Golis, these countries become very strong. They become uh, superpowers in this case. More than any other nations in the world. As long as you didn't live there, they become greater and greater. So this is a lashon of the Maim of the Mitla Rebbe. And then the Rebbe is Mitzayim to a Mechilte in Bishalach. The Mechilte there says, that as long as the Yidin were in Mitzrayim, with all the pain and suffering that Pari experienced, with all the Makis, what happens after he sends the Yidin out of Mitzrayim? And then Pari changes his mind and he wants to eat him back into Mitzrayim. So the question that the Mepharshim asks and the Medrash, the Mechilte there addresses this question, after everything Pari experienced, he wanted more. He needs to eat him back again. 
What was he? What was he missing? Shine put the gevarim, let him move on, uh, and uh, things will be good. So the mechilta said, what happens is when the Yidin left Mitzrayim, the entire power of Mitzrayim changed. And Mechilta actually explains it to Until that point, Parai was the Moshul Bekip in the entire world. And he collected taxes from all the countries of the world. Once the Yidin were released from Mitzrayim, all the countries of the world said, look, here's the superpower of the world, and here's a little nation that was living in Mitzrayim, and he had no choice, he had to let them go free. So everybody stopped paying their taxes, and they, they, he realized he lost his entire power. And the Mechilta there goes on to say that if you look throughout history, it goes through different places. When the Yidin were in Mitzrayim, then they were in Ashur, then they were in Bavel, in Madai. In every place Yidin were, that country became the superpower of the world, or what the Gemara calls even a Moshul Bekippah, that the king there rules over the entire world. So that's and the manager says, what's the reason for this? If you didn't have to go into Golos, so where are they going to be in Golos? In Uganda or in Guatemala, in United States of America, the superpower of the world, in the center of everything. That, that's so that's the covet of Eden. If they don't have to, if they're not going to be in Eretz Yisrael, they shouldn't be in Golos in some Fashtupta uh, country. They're going to be in a Choshev place. Okay, let's continue inside the Sikha. So you have this uh, event that took place with these uh, superpowers, Bali Ashpom and Higus, the countries that have an influence and a leadership in the entire world. So what we can learn from these events, it's regarding something that's very important in Avedis Hashem. Same applies also regarding the events that happened over here in these days. So we're talking about what happened on this Erev Shabbos. So these important countries, the leaders of these countries got together on this Erev Shabbos. And leading this uh, gathering was the two leaders of the two superpowers. And they announced that there's going to be a new uh, relation and then they're going to work together to bring peace in the world. They announced the end of the Cold War and they're going to continue and intensify the work of the UN to bring peace into the world. To end the wars that there are between countries in the world, she is Bategam, which will also be expressed by to reduce the Klineshek, specifically the, this led eventually to a, a treaty regarding the nuclear uh, amount of nuclear uh, energy that they have or the nuclear uh, uh, arms, 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 the arsenal, the arsenal of nuclear that they have. The Ad Lashalem Va'achtos, eventually leading to a peace and unity. And they're going to work together, they're going to cooperate together to bring about what's best for the entire humanity. That's what happened on this side of Shabbos. Before this, which was on Friday, so there was the, uh, the speech that the president of the country, President Bush then said, uh, when was this? It was on Tuesday night. 
Tuesday night, which is a Wednesday, be begins already to be the preparation for Shabbos, the three days before Shabbos is preparation for Shabbos. Ascholas, Erev Shabbos, eh? It's the beginning of the Erev Shabbos. Shabbat Diyah Vehichriz al Pu'uloisav Bitsimtsum Ubitl Klineshek. And he announced then about disarming and about stopping to produce more of these arms. And, and also, sorry, missed a few words here. Vinitzul Haksafim. And to use the same funds that there are that were used for these uh, klineshek, for these arms, instead of buying more arms with them, but rather it'll be used, instead it'll be used for the economy of the country. And this announcement was uh, then endorsed by Congress. And once this is uh, something that's confirmed in Congress, so this is something that has a take of alpitaida because dine the machuse dine. Okay, it's easier to read from here. Thank you very much. Okay, so this is what the Rebbe is talking about when he gave to this announcement on Erev Shabbos in the UN, and also when he gave to this, the speech of the president on the Wednesday or the Tuesday night before regarding this subject leading up to this gathering in the UN. Okay, that's so the, the Rebbe concludes. So we should reflect upon this and think about what we could learn from this. And also the details, the place where it took place, the timing of it. And also the connection to the parsha of the week, the connection to the parsha, which is Parshas Mishpatim. So here in Order 7, the Rebbe points out what I said before. It's printed there probably on page 62, 61 or 62. So the Rebbe says, Yid knows and believes that everything that you see happening in the world, it all has its root in Teda. It all starts in Teda first. Maybe should look into his Teda and created the world. A yid comes and learns Teda through learning Teda in Mekayim of the world. Especially the part of the Teda that you're reading now, that's Shaykh to this time period, this is the source of what took place in this time of the world. By the way, this is one of the Inyanim that the Rebbe said, to learning in Yanni Gula Mashiach. Why it's so important to learn in Teda, the subject of Gula Mashiach. Because if we're trying to bring about a change in the world, to bring it to the time of Yemei Mashiach, where do you start? You start with learning the subject of Mashiach in Teda. When you learn this subject in Teda, so then you mamshich it. You live with it. The Rebbe spoke about living with it, and you bring it down. So this, this, is, this is the whole Indian over here of Yoni Gula Mashiach as well. Okay, so the Rebbe explains this now in more detail. Halimud, Ram, what we could learn from this event that took place, it's regarding a very general and important thing that is negayat to every yid. This is really what our entire Aveda of the last 2,000 years has been all about, which is lohavi to bring down Mashiach. What is one of the promises, one of the nevuas about Mashiach's coming? in connection to what's going to happen amongst all the nations of the world. So, that the swords will be beaten into, they'll beat it into plowshares. 
and the chanisais, which are spears, right, yeah. will be uh, transformed into uh, pruning shears. Laisa goyal goy cherev, and one nation will not raise a sword over the other. And he will not anymore be accustomed to fighting in war. That was a very popular nigan in Lubavitch back in those days, the, 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 oh, the, the, the early 50s. Okay. Yeah, well, late 50s around this. Okay. I wasn't around until to now. Uncle Panad in is that the Negei there's Kama Vakama Pratim. There's the union of Yemais Mashiach, which is Negeya to the Eden, which is Negeya to the fact that when Mashiach comes, so the Eden are going to, the, 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 the Darga of Eden is going to be Nisgala, who Eden are, how, and what their special connection that Eden have to the is going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. And there's all kinds of psukim that speak about this. There's my modern chassidus that speak about this. The marshal there's the my modern that speak about Kol Yisrael Yeshlam Chelik Loyla Maba, the mile of Klal Yisrael. There's the Beis Hamikdash that's going to be in his Galalosad Lavei. There's the Teira Chadasha that's going to be in his Galalosad Lavei. And then there's the Velt, the effect that Mashiach is going to have on the world Bechlal. That's the theme of this sicha. That's the nekudah that Rabbi speaks about. And over here. When we get to the events that happened in that Erev Shabbos, we see the beginning of the Pu'ula of Mashiach in the world. When we get to this Inyan. Another detail to this is, Who's the one that's going to bring about this change in the world? Then instead of using weapons, instead of fighting in wars, people will collaborate with one another and use all those money and all those funds for positive things for, for, for the, the, in the field and so on. So this all starts with Mashiach himself. It's his pu'ol in the world. The beginning of this pasuk, what does it say in the beginning of that pasuk? That he will judge amongst the nations. And he'll rebuke many nations. So who's this judge here? So the Rebbe quotes here the pshat that it says in the Radak on the pasuk. The judge that the Pasuk is speaking about is Mashiach judging. Mashiach is influencing the nations of the world. Mashiach is going to be the master over all the nations. And he's going to rebuke them. He'll teach them. And Mashiach will say to those that have ovel, iniquity, he'll tell them, straighten out your ways. And it's because of the influence of Mashiach himself that there won't be any wars between one nation and another. Mashiach is going to bring peace amongst them. So therefore they'll find no need anymore to have any weapons. And therefore instead they'll use all these weapons and they'll turn them into plowshares. That's the pshat of the Radak. The Rebbe continues. This is all a quote from the Radak here. Shekain, and here actually the Rebbe brings Psukim. This is Psukim in Yeshaya that says, In the end of days, So you'll have the building of the Beis HaMikdosh, And all the Goyim are going to flock to come to the Beis HaMikdosh. And many nations will come. And they'll say, Let's go up to the mountain of Hashem and see what's going on in the base of Mikdash. El base of to the house of Lekeyakiv, which is the base of Mikdash. V'yeirenu midrachav, and he will teach us from his ways. Mashiach will teach them from his ways. V'neelchav bar chaysav, and will go in his pathways. Kimitziyin teitzitayda udvar Hashem Yerushalayim. So there's a tremendous chiddush here in this pasuk that you see them in the hakafis. 
What do you think this pasuk is speaking about? Sure. Pashtus is speaking about the and who's it speaking to? It's speaking to the Yidin that are going to come to the base of Mikdash and learn Taita. But that's not that's not what the Pasik is speaking about. The Pasik here is saying that the Goyim, the nations of the world, are going to come to the base of Mikdash. So you would think, what's the conclusion of the Pasik? Why are they going to come to the base of Mikdash? They're going to hear the whole commotion about this base of Mikdash that Yidin built. They're going to want to see the beauty of this beautiful structure. They're going to want to see what Yidin have. What are Yidin doing? Who are they? What are they all about? Instead, the Pasuk concludes and says they're going to come to Pasha learn from Mashiach. They're going to come to learn Teireh. That's what the nations of the world are coming for, to learn Teireh. So obviously, what does it mean? Here the Rebbe doesn't spell it out, but there's another Sikhe in Chelek Tezvav, I believe, where the Rebbe speaks about this Barichis. And here the Rebbe says that they're going to come to learn, not uh, the Tariq Mitzvahs. They're going to come to learn the Shava Mitzvahs B'nei Nayach. From Mashiach, that's what Mitzvah and Tetzit Tayrat Varasham Yerushalayim means. They're going to want to learn from Mashiach all the halachas that are negayet to them. Vahamayra, who's going to be the teacher when it says of here Vyeirenu Midracha? He's going to teach us from his ways. Who Melacha Mashiach? Mashiach is the one that, that teaches them. And the all of Nema Veshafat. So Mashiach, which, teach, which teaches all the Gaim, it's the same in the other pasuk in Yeshaya where it says Veshafat Bein Gaim. That'll judge amongst the nations. Okay, so that's Nikudas Advarim over here. That this, all these changes that happen in the world, is changes that are caused through Mashiach himself. Mashiach is the one that brings about these changes. So Mashiach is not only the one that builds the base of Mikdash. You look in the Rambam. So how does the Rambam describe Mashiach? Mashiach is the one that Yilchem Lachemis Hashem. He's Hagi B'Tayre B'Mitzvus K'Davad Aviv Yilchem Lachemis Hashem. And the Yachachal Yisrael, Lelach Lachazik Bitka, he's going to come and uh, bring all the Yidin to be Mekayim Teiru Mitzvahs. The Rambam speaks only about the personality of Mashiach as being a person that learns Teiru, as Mahadir and Mitzvahs, and brings Yidin together to be Mekayim Teiru Mitzvahs. And then afterwards, when the Rambam describes Mashiach Vadai, the Rambam talks about the fact that Yivna Beis Mikdosh and Kibbutz Nitche Yisrael. So it all talks about the, the, the effects of Mashiach and the to Yidin. And when they get to Teda, and when they get to the base of Mikdash, the Rambam doesn't say, at least not right there, Befeidish, the Rambam does not speak about the fact that Mashiach will bring about episode change in the world. Later on, and it's, it's the, the last halach in the Rambam, everybody knows the last halach in the Rambam, the change that will happen in the world, that the world will be uh, all delicacies will be plenty like the, like the sand of the earth. So the Rambam does speak about the fact that the entire world will change when Mashiach comes. But when you look at the Rambam, the pastors would seem like the changes that happens when Mashiach comes is not related directly to Mashiach. That's not his influence. When Mashiach comes and the world is ready, so the world will change through the Eibishter, through those revelations that happen in the world. And Mashiach is, a, is, the, is, is Melech HaMashiach. What's Melech HaMashiach? Who's, who's king? Is he? He's the, he's the king of the Eden. He's, he's going to be the Eden's king, and he's going to bring the base, bring the base of Mikdash, and so on. He's going to be Mamshech, the Melucha of David Amelach. But if you hear the Rebbe saying, at least according to the Radak and this Pasuk, that the influence and the change that happens in the world is also one of the things that Mashiach himself brings about. Mashiach's Indian is also to bring about the change in the world. Let's continue inside. So since in these days, so these leaders of these countries in the world are, are made a resolution and they're announcing this. 
to reduce and to, and to, to stop producing more of these weapons. And instead to utilize the same funds for the economies of the world that need this. So this is none other than this is ex- the exact fulfillment of this promise of of taking the funds that were used for weapons and using it instead for item for, for the economy. Using all these funds in order to be able to plant and they should grow lechem, the food that people need. So this is a clear sign. And this is the beginning of the fulfillment of this promise. In the coming of Mashiach, through Mashiach Tzitkainu, see, even before Mashiach is fully revealed, the uh, effect and the influence of Mashiach in the world begins at this point. So, so the Nevoah is the Nevoah of Antimesa Mashiach. Correct. So they were saying that it starts even before. That's that, yeah, that's exactly what they were saying. And these, this line, this is a very important line. That is a simum border, and the Rebbe emphasized this. It's the beginning of the fulfillment of this promise, even before Mashiach is fully revealed. Yeah. I don't know if you want to call it, if you want to frame it in that way. I can only say what the Rebbe said. I can't is that what I'm asking? Is what, that what I, he's I, saying? It doesn't, uh, I'm saying, is that I, what he's saying? I'm asking. I don't think so. He's not saying his I wouldn't frame it in such a way. I mean, because when the Rebbe spoke so sharply against that using term. the terminology of Schalte de Gula. That, uh, yeah, but that was back, just, in, uh, you know. that, that was back in 48. He no, criticized okay. But no, now, no. now, now we're what? I'm not sure. 40 years forward. Schalte of the fulfillment of the, of the effect of Mashiach, the Nevoah of what Mashiach does in the world. So gradually, the Kayach and the influence of Mashiach begins to influence the world. But Schalte de Gula, Okay. Take like, a look at order 15. I'm not sure what order it is over there. That's well, it's, huh? the it's, it's just in... Uh, it's 15. Yeah, like you said, 15. Okay. That's right. Where is it? On page 61? Yes. So here, the Rebbe says that utilizing the funds for the needs of people that they need bread to eat. So by the Rebbe, everything is bedik. So you would how about more than the basic needs? Maybe das nisht. So the Rebbe says no. They're using these funds not only for lechem, which is the basics, what a person needs to be able to live. This includes even eating fruits and other things which are additional pleasure. is when you're pruning a tree. So they're using the the funds also for trees. As it refers to vineyards or any other trees that a person is uh, using the funds to, be able to help them grow. Okay, so the point of here is that the, the gilui of the influence of Mashiach in the world is to bring and to funnel these funds into not only giving people what they need, Begashmi is the basics, but also to give people even the tanugim of the Eibishter that there are in the world. That's what the Rebbe is adding here. Okay, let's finish the Se'iv Gimel, to finish the Sinyan. Yes, Ebiyor, so to explain this even more, that, so you shouldn't have any doubts what we're talking about. The Rebbe spells it out very clearly. Kivim shenim tzoyim bizman hasi, back inside the Sikha. Kivim shenim tzoyim bizman hasi, the hechstet site. Since we are now at the peak, at a very high time, shall be as Mashiach Tzitkenu, of a time when it's the arrival of Mashiach. Hinei zeh melech ha-Mashiach ba. 
Mashiach is right around the corner and he's about to arrive. So Rayim Kvar, we could already see Me'ain Vascholas You can see the beginning of the influence of Melech Mashiach on the nations. Referring to the influence of Mashiach. So the influence of Mashiach, so here the Rebbe says, you may ask, where do we see that Mashiach spoke to anybody? Mashiach said, did he pick up the phone and, and call President Bush and tell him what to say and what to do? So the Rebbe says that this is through how the influence of Mashiach in the world comes, how through this, that the Ebesha puts it into the heart of these leaders amongst the Goyim, their hearts and any, all their decisions that they make is all in the heart and in, in the hands of the Ebesha. To announce so the influence of Mashiach comes in a ruchni zagayfin. That's what the Rebbe is saying here. The influence of Mashiach is to bring about that the Ebesha should come and place it into the heart of these leaders to take these steps. The reason why this decision came exactly at this time period is because this time period, as the Rebbe then said, is the Hechstet site. It was a, the, a very high time for, for such a revelation and such the beginning of the effect of Mashiach in the world to take place. On the other hand, the, the leaders of Russia and America were not necessarily maybe weren't in fact even aware of the fact that they what, were dealing uh, with messianic concepts. Correct. That, that they, they, did, they did whatever they did correct. between them. But that uh, doesn't matter though. Reason. They're not aware of anything. But, but, yeah, that's not, sure. but that doesn't matter. Correct. Whatever, whatever decision they make is completely the other. Okay, we'll be Mamshat Sikh and Mitsushem next week.